I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has opened the doors to the public for the Washington, D.C. Temple as part of an open house leading up to the rededication of the temple. And we're very pleased to have joining us from Washington, D.C. today, Elder Garrett W. Gong of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, who has been part of some of the initial tours and visits from various dignitaries and media. Elder Gong, thanks for joining us today. Always nice to be with you, Boyd. Uh, so this is a uh, a wonderful opportunity for so many uh, who have not seen the inside of the temple there in Washington, D.C. Of course, many diplomats and political leaders and business leaders uh, drive past that on the Beltway on a regular basis and are inspired uh, by the spires and, and the outside. Uh, what have you been able to do today in terms of helping people understand what takes place on the inside of the temple? We've uh, mentioned the very fact that so many people know this iconic landmark because they drive by it on the 495 Capitol Beltway and have done so for many, many years. Today, we invited them to leave aside the rush hour and the traffic and to come to a place of peace and serenity and great purpose. Uh, that's wonderful. And uh, we have noted uh, throughout the day that uh, coming off of Easter uh, that really it was a Easter is a message of first come and see and then go and tell. Uh, what do you hope people come and see in the Washington, D.C. temple? And then what do you hope they go out and tell uh, their neighbors, friends, and colleagues about their experience? We hope they will come and see that the Lord at this season of Easter and Passover and Ramadan loves all his children that he's provided ways for us in our mortal journeys to have an understanding of his plan, his purpose, and his grace and love for us and for each other. We hope that they will come and see the plan of salvation, if you can put it in those terms, the uh, plan of happiness, the, the provisions that the Lord has made to bring us to his Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, through ordinances and covenants in his holy house. And we hope they'll go and tell their neighbors and friends. We mentioned that there are 150,000 members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints who live in neighborhood congregations all surrounding this wonderful Washington, D.C. temple. And we hope that they'll ask their neighbors and friends what the temple means to them, that their neighbors and friends will be able to share about community, about compassion, about covenants, about the things that matter the most. 
Brother Gong, you're uh, you're no stranger to our our nation's capital. You have a, a host of experience there. How has that uh, influenced your approach to some of these tours and some of these conversations you're having there uh, at the Washington D.C. Temple? Well, it's been very. It's like a homecoming. We we lived in this area for 20 years. Our children were all born in this area. Our neighbors and friends have been friends for many many years, 40 years. And so we've we've had this very deep sense of connection. The temple is about connection. It's connection to heaven. It's connection to uh, those around us. And it's connection to ourselves. And so we've felt that very deeply while we've been here. We try to communicate that in a way to say, come and see and feel a place of connection. Uh, and you have a great experience in your career prior to becoming uh, a leader in the church and an apostle uh, in the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles around uh, diplomacy. Uh, and uh, you've been both a, a diplomat and a disciple, and you, you understand both the politics and the diplomacy of foreign relations uh, in, in an age uh, where we have so much discord and so much contention and conflict around the world. What are the lessons that the Washington, D.C. Temple and having some of these diplomats and, and other leaders come through, uh, what, what do you hope the message is for them uh, in this very challenging world that we live in? We hope that everyone who comes, including those who come, as it were, from every nation, kindred, tongue, and people from all the countries around the world, we hope that they'll feel that in a world and in a time that busy and noisy and maybe too often divided, uh, that there is a place of peace, that it has a, a way that we connect with heaven, we connect with ourselves, we connect with our neighbors and friends, and that that connection is fundamentally a connection of peace. It's a connection of brotherhood, sisterhood brought by the fatherhood of God. You had mentioned, uh, Elder Gong, you have done uh, so much work in the area of building bridges, and uh, you mentioned this very interesting confluence this year of Easter, Passover, and Ramadan. Uh, what are some of the bridges that are being built as part of this open house experience uh, that has started and will continue for the next several weeks? Well, we hope that people from many different religious backgrounds, uh, including those who are connected through Father Abraham and the, and the covenants that start there, and many who come from other backgrounds, uh, we have many groups that will be coming through from all different faith and non-faith backgrounds. We're, we hope each one will feel like they're welcome, that the idea of holiness to the Lord and house of the Lord can be real for them, that on a personal level, but on, a, on another level, whatever they're here to see and feel, they'll really feel and know that this is a place where they're welcome. Uh, we noted that uh, Elder David A. Bednar uh, made a comment on the CBS program over the weekend, uh, talking about things uh, secret versus things that are sacred. Uh, how is this an opportunity to help others understand uh, what is sacred versus things that they may think are simply secret? One of the great opportunities is as groups come to share with them that there are things which are sacred, which are reverent. But we also invite them to come, especially during this open house time, to see for themselves. We hope that they come with a sense of reverence. So many people have commented as they've come, as soon as you walk in from the, the outside and into the inside, 
that there is a special peace, a sense of reverence. And we hope that people will feel that. And as we share the things that are most important, that they'll have a sense of the sacred, even as we share it together. And is there anything, Elder Gong, as you've uh, taken some of these tours uh, already, as this open house uh, has begun, uh, as you've watched the reaction of some of those who have gone through, any impressions or things you can share with us in terms of how others are responding to their experience in the Washington, D.C. Temple? Well, each experience is individual, but we've, we've tried to ask at different points, how do you feel? What do you think? And uh, as the people have thought and felt, uh, a number have talked about peace, the reverence, the tranquility. Uh, the purpose. Several of them said, I came expecting something very different. I feel like this is a message for me as a person. It's something, to use the phrase from uh, one of the poems that we've been noting, it's something that touches us in our deep heart's core. These are reverent things. They're spiritual, personal things. People feel that when they're here, and uh, we're grateful for that. Uh, that's such a, a great message and a message that's needed, uh, especially in our nation's capital uh, these days and throughout the world. Elder Garrett W. Gong of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, uh, joining us from Washington, D.C., part of the open house of the Washington, D.C. Temple. Uh, Elder Gong, thanks for sharing some time with us and some very important perspective today. Thank you, Boyd. And this is my conversation with Elder Garrett W. Gong. Uh, great insight, as always. Uh, he is the ultimate uh, diplomat and disciple uh, and one who, who really understands the international uh, component to, to all of this. And as that open house continues there in Washington, D.C., we'll continue to get you a reaction as members of Congress, as ambassadors, as dignitaries, business leaders, and people from the community uh, experience the inside of the Washington, D.C. Temple We'll continue to track that. Uh, and then just a programming reminder that next week, uh, beginning on Monday through Thursday, we're going to broadcast Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio from our nation's capital. So we'll have more insight uh, as we move into the week next week as well. All right, we're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. Much more to come on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Stay with us. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.